We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Kevin Sweeney here from the uh, Field of 68, and in today's episode of Off the Carousel, I'm joined by new Kansas State head coach, Jerome Tang. Coach, uh, thanks for hopping on. Man, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Uh, so, you know, look, you you spent 20 years or so at Baylor with, with Scott Drew and ha- had an unbelievable amount of success. Uh, obviously, it must have been difficult to leave someone like that who's so important to you and a program that has meant so much to you. What about Kansas State made this the right opportunity for you to finally jump in and become a head coach? Uh, you know, well, first of all, it's in the best conference in America, the Big 12. And, you know, if you're going to coach, you always want to do it at the highest level. Um, having always wanted to run my own program, uh, you know, being able to be in a place that offers you um, all the resources that you need to win a national championship was extremely important. And then uh, last but definitely not least, the, the fan base at this place um, as a competitor coming in here when this thing was rocking and rolling, it, it was a scary thing. You know, you just knew you had to get the crowd at the game because it was such a home court advantage. And now to have that home court advantage behind me uh, is just, you know, just a, a great comfort. Knowing that the the opposing team is gonna have a rough night every night they come into the, the octagon of doom. 
you know, isn't that such a cool name too? The Octagon of Doom. Oh, I, I mean, mean, you can't, you can't sell on, it any man. better. You can't sell it any better. Hundred percent. You know, but you got your you're getting your start as a head coach in, in the toughest league in, in college basketball. You know, most guys they, you know, become a mid major head coach and they work their way up and get this opportunity. Can, can you speak to that challenge of you know kind of being thrown into the fire at the highest level? Obviously, a guy like Tommy Lloyd had a tremendous success doing something similar at Arizona this past season. Uh, but can you speak to the challenge of just being you know, thrust into the fire at, at the highest level right away? Man, at the end of the day, it comes down to players. You know, if you have good players, and especially in college, good guards, um, you give yourself a chance to win every night. I think the advantage I have is that I do know the league. I know every coach in this league. I know their tendencies, know what they like to do. So it's not a shock. Um, I know the level of talent you have to have to win the league, having won this league the last two years um, at Baylor. And I think most, uh, and not to be overlooked and as important as everything else is I know the officials, you know, it's not like I'm going to get sunned. They're not going to come in. Oh, you're a rookie. You know, I, I've spent 19 years and I, and I know these guys. And so having a relationship with them and being able to communicate with them and knowing what uh, they like and don't like, um, I think that gives me an advantage culture like everyone uses the word but i think the culture you guys were able to build at, at baylor was was special and different uh so so how would you define the culture you built there and, and how do you plan to build it similarly or, or maybe a little bit differently at, at k-state well, you know at baylor uh we talked about the culture of joy all the time joy for us the meant jesus first other second yourself last and i think uh any place that you go um uh the, the way you get guys to do a little bit more or, or uh, be willing to sacrifice is when they play for something that's bigger than themselves. And so that that's definitely going to be, be the goal around here is to have these guys understand that they're, they're playing for something bigger than themselves, whether whatever their why is, whether it's their families, whether it's uh, their university, you know, whatever it is, they're, they're playing for something bigger than themselves and, and they're playing with others. You know, uh, basketball, this is not tennis and it's not track. It's a team sport. And so um, the, the joy you get at celebrating other people's success, helping other people have success. It's like, uh, you know, on Christmas Day, we have more fun watching people open the presents we give them than we open opening the presents ourselves, at least when you become an adult. And the, the, these guys I coach, you know, they're adults and we're helping them you know, mature into full-fledged adults. And part of that is learning uh, that it is greater joy watching, you know, other success and others um, do well uh, than it is necessarily yourself. And when you have a group of guys who do that, then, you know, um, you can accomplish really great things. And so um, that, the whole aspect of being uh, servant leaders and being selfless and being thankful and being passionate about what you're doing, that, that's going to be the basis of what we do here. Can you share the story of the first time you met Scott Drew and, and how he hired you at Baylor? Wow. The, oh, goes, goes a little ways. Uh, coach got the, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, um, it, it's really a story about, you know, you know, your steps being ordered by, by the Lord. And, um, you know, my faith is extremely important to me. And, and so I, I didn't get the job at Baylor because of my talent or because of my name or any of those things. I, uh, that, that God put that whole thing together and, you know, coach got the job. Um, you know, he was going to build 
the Baylor program by bringing foreign kids in and placing them at prep schools like he had done at Valpo and then being able to get players from there. I was at a school that had an I-20 and we had brought foreign kids in. So I wanted to get Mamadou Dien, who was his first commitment, uh, and he wasn't coming for another year. And I was trying to get Mamadou to come to Heritage and do his last year of high school at the school I was at, which was two and a half hours, three hours from, from Baylor. And I thought it'd be a perfect fit. Um, coach had talked to a couple people and actually three people who had all said really good things about me and was intrigued to l- learn more. Um, he asked me to come up and meet with him. And it was a turnoff to me because I had other coaches who had come into the state of Texas had pretended like they wanted to interview me or talk to me about a job when they had no, no, um, that was never their intentions of doing that. They was just trying to get in good so they can recruit the kids. Because at my high school, we had some good kids and also worked with the Houston Hoops, which is probably the best AAU team uh, in the state of Texas at the time. And so I, you know, uh, I was turned off by it. I told him, no, I didn't want to meet with them, that we would meet eventually. And, and he'd be, you know, if he was a good guy, he could recruit the, the players I was coaching. And, uh, the worst thing in the world you can do is tell Scott Drew no, because he spent the next 45 minutes pounding me to try and get me to come up there. If this is like, we, he called me at 10 o'clock at night. So it's like going on 11 o'clock and I'm like, just trying to get off the phone with him. And so I'm like, all right, coach, I'll, I will come up and meet you. And so I drove up uh, to see him. I didn't even tell my wife what I was doing. Uh, drove up to meet him. Uh, went through, spent time with Coach Driscoll, Coach Moorefield with him. We got done. He gave me a hug. He said, man, you know, if I knew you, I would hire you, but I don't know you and you just don't hire guys you don't know. And I gave him a hug and I just told him, Coach, if God wants me at Baylor, there's nothing you can do to stop it. If God doesn't want me at Baylor, there's nothing you can do to make it happen. And I left and went on my way. It was a, a this, on a Thursday, he called his dad and said that he was – going to hire another guy but he really liked the guy from texas and uh his dad said well why don't you hire the guy from texas he said well i don't know him and he said well go eat dinner at his house and if you dinner at a man's house you'll find out everything you need to know about him and uh so coach calls me thursday this is our third conversation ever uh hey can i come have dinner at your house and i was like sure you know on saturday and so now i have to tell my wife um, we get all the money we had th- together at the time. I mean, everything that we had was $10.81. We bought a half a slab of ribs, um, some uh, a loaf of bread, some potato salad. We had a half a slab in the fridge already that her dad had cooked. And so coach came over that Saturday and we had ribs. My son got a spanking. He was two at the time. He, he was acting up and he got a spanking. My mother-in-law showed up and my mother in love showed up and she spent a little time with him and left. And when he got done, he said, um, Hey, the job is yours. And so that was the, the really cool thing. And then uh, the cool thing about that is that um, when Gene Taylor, who's our athletic director at Kansas state, they came to my house on Sunday, on a Sunday to meet with me. And um, we had kolaches and for breakfast and, and stuff. And so it's really cool that the job I got at Baylor was Scott coming to my house and the guy, job I got here uh, was uh, Gene Taylor and, and the, the crew, the committee coming to my house also. So 
that's, that's an unbelievable story. I, I imagine the, uh, I imagine the, the, the feasts are a little bit bigger at the, uh, the Tang house now these days. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. The budget was a little <laughs> bit better there. <laughs> Man, I love it. Um, you know, on recruiting kind of change the subject, you know, What's your mindset with how everything's changed with the portal and NIL? Obviously, you guys had a lot of success at Baylor using the portal, kind of going every avenue possible, you know, international, you know, JUCO kids, whatever it took to, to win. Uh, you've done that so far at Kansas State. I think you've got a high school kid, a JUCO kid, a portal kid. You know, how do you, you view roster building in 2022? It's, it's uh, roster management, really. And uh, uh, this is my, my first year here, so um, – retention i had to retain the right ones and i felt like we did that um and now it's about bringing in the right guys and balancing the roster so that i'm not constantly having to bring in six guys every summer you know i don't want to do that i do want to um, get old but i want to get um, old with experience and experience in our program so in order to get to three years of experience in our program we got to have some young guys come in who are going to stick around. So we're going to have some guys who red shirt. We're going to have some guys who come in and um, play some right away. We have need some guys who can come in and be an impact right away. And we're just going to balance that until we can get to where we have, we can get old and stay old with experience. And that's going to take a little time. All right. Last one for you. Um, you mentioned how important you know, the octagon of doom is and, and the fan base and, and the opportunity you have here at Kansas State. Your first game and whatever it is, November 7th, whenever it winds up being, what do you think the emotions will be when you when you walk into a, a gym that, that's out to see your team uh, you know, play for the first time? Uh, it's going to be uh, really cool. I'm sure I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> I'm going to be nervous and excited and, and just all of that. Um, my goal is to get our student body Right. Uh, we have this song called Sandstorm that they don't play anymore because our student body have changed some of the words to it. And so my goal is to get them to go back to saying the right words, KSU. And so we can play Sandstorm at the games. And because it, I, I hear it is a, just an unbelievable thing to experience. And uh, I, I want our players and I want our student body, I want our fans to be able to enjoy that. So that's one of my goals. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for your time, Coach Tang. We'll be we'll be watching and uh, and good luck in year one. Hey, thanks a lot. Go Cats. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 